This is Everyday Leaders. I'm your host, Melanie Ake. Everyday Leaders is an inspirational show to help you develop strategies to overcome everyday obstacles in your life. Today's guest will share the disciplines that she practices every day that allows her to achieve a life of success. Today's Everyday Leader teaches us the value of perspective, staying true to your own voice, and how to become a leader in your own life. She is an influencer in her family and her community, and her journey is to help you stop letting fear control your life. These simple techniques she teaches us are ones that you too can apply every day to live your life with success. Marie Cochran is my guest today. Everyday Leaders 50 and 50 Show 30 starts now. Welcome to the program, Marie. Hello, hello. I'm so excited. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Wow. We connect so much on Facebook, but now we are live on the studio line with Marie Cochran here. And Marie, we know each other because we're part of this great John Maxwell team (laughs) and crazy environment of leadership. Uh, But I want people to connect to you today and welcome to the program. Tell us about your journey. What's going on? Oh, oh my goodness. So I would, I think that, um, I love the title of your show, by the way, and everyday leaders. And I think that's at the core of it. If we really understand that, and if we really take, um, take a different perspective on what leadership means, and as far as applying it every day, that life will be radically transformed all around us. And so I love your show. I love what you're doing, Melanie. And um, I just think that you and your husband are onto something absolutely amazing on the air and touching lives. So I want to encourage you first to to continue to do it, to um, to continue producing that dream that you have inside of your heart. So Thanks. thank you for the opportunity yeah, again. Absolutely. Um, so, so what I would love to say about everyday uh, leaders, it started for me at a very young age. Um, my father is a leader in the um, Christian community. So he was a pastor and, um, and I saw his leadership style. And I guess I can summarize it that after seeing it, after growing up in it, I said I would never be a leader <laughs> because, <laughs> because what I thought I saw was um, an example of how leadership can poison people mm. because um, because he had these people that were following him and that were hanging on to his every word and that looked to him to help them get through their lives. He had all of that to focus on, and and that's what I blame for him being such a, you know, the type of father that he was in our home. Mm-hmm. So because of that, I said, you know what? That's not a good idea. If everyone kind of just takes care of their own little self, then we'll be all right. That's how the world should be, mm-hmm. right? So that was my mindset moving forward, and because of that, um, I would reject getting into any type of groups. If you said anything about leadership position or president or anything about, I mean, I didn't participate in anything in high school because of it. Any groups in college, I didn't join any sororities because I was just like, no, something bad happens when people get in groups like that. Right. Wow, so, so you were so influenced by that mindset. Yes. Wow. Right, yeah. And it's leadership, right? Because yep. we know based on what our teaching is, is leadership is influence, right? So I was being led nonetheless, right? And that, and that's what I came to terms with is that we don't have an option in whether you, you say 
you're going to be a leader or not. You are one, right? right? Like right. as long as there's someone else looking at you, whether, even if you don't have children, like if there's someone behind you in the grocery line, you're a leader, right? <laughs> so, Amen. So, right. So we have to take ownership of it. So it's either we're going to do a bad job or we're going to do a good job. And and it wasn't until I saw my first John Maxwell book and it was um, Leadership 101. It was actually my my brother, my little brother who had it. And he was reading it and I was like, what is this? Right. So I pick it up and I'm like, and, you know, I'm going through the book and I'm like, hold on. They write books on leadership like they they write books on how to actually be a leader. You know, so I was like, wow. So, of course, I like completely dove into that, submerged myself into all type of leadership content that I could get. And I came to the point where I was able to release my father and I was able to come to terms with people just need to know how mm-hmm. to balance, mm-hmm. right? People need to know what it looks like to be that that everyday leader, yep. right? Yep. Um, so that it's not a conflict in one area of their lives versus another. Because we see it all the time when on the stage you're just shining, yeah, but you look around and your husband is not there supporting you or your wife isn't there supporting you or your kids are living the complete opposite lifestyle of what it is that you're preaching, yep. right? Mm-hmm. So, um, and of course, there's so many factors to that that make it that some aspects of it are, are not within our control, but there's always, there's always a nugget that we can take full responsibility of and say, you know what, I can do better in this area as a leader. Because that, because we also know with John Maxwell that we have to take full responsibility. You don't get to pass it up to anybody else. You don't get to say, as a leader, if you really, if you truly take ownership of that, you don't get to say it's someone else's fault, right? Exactly. So, so I took that on and um, I decided to um, take on the take on the responsibility I felt at that point to share it, to show what leadership looks like and how it's not something that is reserved for a certain type of person. It's something that we should all be living every single day of our lives, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And so, um, and, and that unfolded into what I do now as a speaker, as a, as a relentless winning mindset coach, as a leadership trainer, it's just, it's really blossomed because I've never saw myself, like I told you before, <laughs> that was the last thing I wanted to do <laughs> was speak and teach. But man, it's such a passion of mine. It's such a passion and it's a natural thing for you because you have unlocked, Yeah, uh, one of my guests, you know, had a, a book on unleashing your potential as an athlete. And I, and I keep thinking about, I learned so much from my guest and it's so much about this mindset. When you get to the point that, you know, like this is going to be a battle and you decide that you're going to take it on, right? You're going to take it on. You're going to take on the new mindset. You're going to take on these new challenges because you see at the other side, if I can get to this other side, life will be every day, just like it is now. Time doesn't change. The days don't change. The seasons don't change. But I can change. Absolutely. Absolutely. Staying focused on what you can control, right? Because that's what it's about. That's exactly right. So when you started your journey and you said, hey, I I really feel compelled to go down this this road and really, you know, just become this person. Um, what was kind of the first step? Did you, after you read this book and you kind of got interested, you know, what were the other things that you, like the strategies that you started doing in your own mind to make you stronger? Oh, I'm so excited you asked me that question. Um, so 
what I did was I looked at myself, right? Because just like, you know, my father was like that visual for me. Like I was just looking at him and, you know, all the things that he needed to fix in his leadership style. Um, I started looking at myself. Um, so I took that, you know, I took that perspective. Of, okay, Marie, what do you need to change? What areas of your life are you being a poor leader in? Mm -hmm. And so at that time in my life, I had my three children and, um, and I had completely let go of myself, my health. Um, so I was not being intentional at all. And I, and I was the one, right? Here's, here's leadership for you, right? So I was the one that everyone would call when they wanted a home remedy for things, right? Because I love just the natural um, home remedy, homeopathic lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And so everyone would call me for that type of um, help. Yet when I looked in the mirror, I was not. You know, I was not the lead. I was, I was, it was not apparent that I was leading in that area of my life. Right. Uh -huh. So, so I was like, okay, Marie, so this is an area right here that you can take on. And I love it. So whenever I, I started, um, a cycle, a coaching cycle with my clients or whoever I'm inspiring, I say, start with your health, start with kind of going through your life and seeing your health and seeing where can you do better? Can you do better in your consistency? Can you do better in your self-love? Like how you actually, the law of the big picture, how you see the big picture of your health. Can you do better? Like, what is it? Cause you're going to find something. Mm -hmm. And then from there, start being intentional. And, uh, Melanie, it was just an amazing experience in nine months. I completely transformed myself using the the laws of leadership, using the principles of leadership that we have learned. And it gave me such a boost in confidence because I knew that if I could use these principles that a lot of times we think it's for the corporate setting, right? We think it's for the C-level executives in the big offices. If I can use this just in my health mm -hmm. and break it down to be something that simple, Imagine what other areas, what other everyday areas of our lives could this radically transform? And then that's what I started doing. Like after I mastered my health, I lost like 60 pounds. And, you know, I was just, the, you know, I was really rising up to what I the dream that I saw in my mind as far as um, what I represented in that health you know, realm to certain people. Then I started saying, what does it look like in my marriage? Well, what does it look like in parenting? <laughs> you know, what does leadership look like there, right? Mm -hmm. And then it just became like an adventure, really, and grew into um, all that it is now. That's so cool. And so tell me about the challenges that you had during that nine months. You know, what what were the things that you kind of, at some days you said, oh, this is tough. I don't know. This is tough. Did I make the right decision? Right? Mm -hmm. I mean, you, you see it. That's the thing that I think a lot of people that we're helping inspire get to the point that you're like, if you can just get it through the crossroads, <laughs> you know, because yeah. it's hard. It's not like, okay, I decided in nine months later, I became this person. Cause I just kept looking at it. It is right. so tough because you get those though, you know, in a week it's like, well, this isn't so easy in two weeks. Yeah. I'm having progress, but you know, I don't know. Can I stay focused on this? Because there's so many other things pulling at you. And right. that intentionality of, you know, at this timeline, I am going to get this goal and I'm going to be so intentional about right. it that nothing's going to get in my way. Right. So um, that's another amazing question. My goodness, this is just awesome. right? Like, <laughs> I can tell you have amazing training. <laughs> 
Because your questions are getting me excited. <laughs> Good, go. You got it, girl. Yeah. So, so the two things, top two things that come up um, that were the hardest for me in this and still are, because I want people to understand that. Like, we, you never arrive. You never get to the point where, you know, oh, it's done um, and that's it. You'll never have that challenge again in your life. That's not how it works. We go we go from level to level, mm -hmm. right? We go from from um, like almost like a video game. Once you finish the next level, congratulations. Here's level two, and now you're starting at the bottom of oh level two. Oh, my God, I right? love that. I love that. <laughs> right. And yeah. so until, until your last breath, like that's how we should see life. And when you see it that way, it's an abundant mindset instead of thinking that, oh, if I let me get to this place where I arrive, Right. And then I'm done because mm -hmm. it's never over. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So my biggest challenge um, at that particular time that I can point out, even when it came to just that one, what, that one area of my life, as far as my health was other people's opinion. Right. So um, just in that process of, you know, like in my culture, you know, if you lose too much weight, then they think that there's a problem. I'm from Haiti. So, you know, in that culture, in a third world country like that, food is, a, you know, food is a sign of your health. If you've got some weight on you, that sounds like it's, it's a sign that you can eat, right? Mm -hmm. Like you have food, you mm -hmm. have access to something that's, you know, hard to get there. So, um, so other people's opinion was a big one. I know that there are times when my mom would come into town. She's into town. She's a missionary in Haiti. And she would come into town and she would see me look, losing weight. And she would, like, her face would drop as if I have, like, a terminal disease. <laughs> so, mm -hmm. so sometimes I would get off course because of that, right? So um, I'd be on there. And then when she comes, you know, I'd be like, okay, mama. You know what I'm saying? I eat whatever. Even though I have my regimen that I want to stick to or whatever, I would kind of fold to that because I wanted, you know, I was considering her opinion right? or other people that would say, oh, you're getting too, you know, I like, I like to lift weight. So they're like, oh, you're getting too muscular. And, you know, I would start making adjustments because I didn't fully have that leadership position in my life. I was still influenced by what other people thought. Mm -hmm. So I, that was definitely a challenge to get to the point where um, even now, and, and it happens everywhere. It happens in your parenting style. I had, you know, challenges with that, that I had to overcome in marriage and in your work. Like you have to be so committed to your commitment and your leadership mindset. You have to know that I'm the boss. I'm the leader. I'm not going to give that uh, someone else that CEO position in my life and say, okay, well you, oh, you think I'm getting too muscular or, oh, you think I'm losing too much weight? You have to decide, is it too much for you? Because there can only be one leader, right? Mm -hmm. So um, so that was one of the big challenges. And the second one would have been just being um, consistent because, and in the, really, I want to say being perfect at it because we have, sometimes we have this mindset where, oh, you can't mess up, you know, or if you mess up, well, it's all over. You might as well just, you know, give it up now. So we have this mindset that, man, if it's not a perfect journey, if you can't say, I'm doing this 90 day challenge and, you know, this is what we're going to eat for nine days. And if you mess up one time, it's over, you right. know, so I had to overcome that and realize that because I am a human being, right? Every single day I'm alive. I'm, I'm working at this. It's, you know, even though I have that long-term, that big picture, I had to zero in and say, you know what, this is an everyday journey. And if I fall down, 
just get back up. It's not the end of the world, right? Like, it's not that, oh, it's it's hopeless and all these, you know, definite fixed mindsets we start putting in place. Oh, I can never stick to a regimen. Oh, this or that. Instead, we understand that we have a growth mindset. What can I learn from this? Okay, right. what did I mess up on? What caused it? Oh, it, oh when it, like I got to the point where my, whenever my mom was coming into town, I would say, Mom, I'm doing all the cooking for you. You don't have to worry about any cooking. There you go. <laughs> right? That's great. So that I could take control of the situation. So those were the two biggest challenges. Well, and then I think we, you know, we talk about, I love the 15 laws of growth. I teach it. I love it. I like, you know, Misiel taught me, Go learn that book and it will change your life. And it did. But, you know, I go back to this law of design. There's so many things that I think about when you start talking is design your life for success. Be committed to it. Be intentional. Right. Take that time to say, it's okay if I fail. Right. That's what we learned just a second ago. It's okay if I fail. It's 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 okay. It's normal. It's natural. I'm human. Um, and you can give yourself permission. The big deal is give yourself the permission to know when you start your commitment path, you're going to have ups and downs, right? Even though your journey is nine months, stick to it and set up a pattern, right? So that you yes. can celebrate. I love how you took control of... <laughs> of the cooking because <laughs> yeah, people would, you know, in, in a lot of situations, you know, there's so many family dynamics and so personalities get into it and you can't even, even start with there. Right. But right. that, that is showing how strong you have become to be able to say, Hey, I respect, you know, my person that's influencing me so much as a mother, you know, and I want to give her what I've learned, right. You're sharing that and, and that strength. And so, man, I celebrate you for that. Cause that's a, that's a really tough journey that you've been on and you've done it with success and with strength. And, um, I want you to continue to talk about all the things that you're doing with us. Cause you're great. <laughs> You're amazing. <laughs> You're awesome, my friend. And I want to speak to that because even though it's hard and, you know, we see this in leadership all over, right? It's Leadership is not a game. Like, it's serious, right? Like, it's serious work. But, you know, my mom celebrated me when I, when I like, finally got to where I intended to go. Like, you know, and she would say herself, she was like, you know, based on how I was raised, it was really hard to see you, but I'm so proud of you. Mm -hmm. That's what she said. Mm -hmm. She, to the point where I took her on a, like on a retreat and I went through the entire book, 15 invaluable laws of growth with her. Wow. The whole, we, we had three days we went to, we picked out a resort. Um, and I, and I kind of tell myself all the time, she was like my first leadership retreat, <laughs> you know, like, that's so awesome. I did, right. On my, my vision on what I would do if I did a leadership retreat for women. And, um, and that was, and we went to a resort and every single day we would just go at that book. Like, you know, I, we would go in and it was three days. So we had to do like five of the, five of the laws a day, yep. you know? And it was just so good. We would just stop to eat. <laughs> we would just, you know, we'd go. And then we'd just take it in different areas on the beach. And by the end of that, till today, and this has been probably four years ago now, till this day, she will call me up and say that that weekend changed her life. Because the same mindset that I was able to get a hold of to lock into, 
you know, growing myself as a leader, understanding that my life is about growth is her was her same revelation. And the craziest thing about it, because she's a leader as well. She's a minister in Haiti. She has a school. She has an orphanage. Um, you know, she has several churches that she's helped other pastors um, plant. Mm-hmm. And um, and her thing was after we went through that whole book and, you know, the book, right? Oh, yeah. And I said, which is the which is her favorite law? And she said, you know, um, she said, I think I'd add a new law into that. And of course, I'm like leaning in at this point. Uh, yeah. <laughs> You're like, OK, let me call John. <laughs> <laughs> what are you about to add? Because I thought this book was perfect. Right. And, and if, you know, if some, I told you a little bit about her background. She's a leader. Right. right. In, in, in so many other people's eyes. Right. So she was like, I didn't realize that I still had to grow. Wow. Yeah. That's big. Isn't that amazing? It's huge. It's huge. Isn't that amazing? Mm-hmm. Because so many leaders don't realize that, right? Mm-hmm. Like going back to the 21 irrefutable laws of leadership, they don't realize that they have a cap. We all have a cap. We all have that lid, that law of the lid, right? But she didn't, because she was not necessarily, she was doing the things that leaders do, but she wasn't necessarily being intentional to challenge herself as a leader and kind of see, you know, always see how do you measure up to these principles and laws, right? We don't want to compare ourselves to other people, but every single day you should be sizing yourself up to the principle. Well, how are you, you know, ex- what are you, how is that looking like? Well, exactly. And as you say that, as your mother's traveling and you, you know, now it, I hope people are connecting to your story because as I have been influenced as well by ministry in my life. And so yes. this kind of draws you to help and give to people, but it's not like there's a billboard and this is the message that I want to get to people. There's not a billboard yeah. that says, okay, this is your destiny and here's your path. You right. have to determine that you're open to the mindset to just know that growing is going to change you. And people Mm -hmm. are afraid of change. People are terrified of change because it's, Hey, I get married. I have kids. I have a job. Like if I change, everything else is going to change around me. And yet, although that is true, if you do it with the right intention, you have complete control and it's not as scary right? It's the design that we learn. It's understanding your intention of where you want to go. But like what you just taught us, your mom as a leader, like a lot of people do say, well, I am to the point where I want, this is where I saw myself. Right. Right. And, and so growing could mean the capacity to then understand what else is there that's not happening because she is such a strong leader that she can give back to and help influence and help create. Right. And that you continue to grow and grow and grow. And you don't know what it's actually going to become because you're inspired and influenced every day by what you're learning. So true. And I'm so excited that you brought up that word fear because it's a, it's a, it's one of the words that are near and dear to my heart because, um, because of how we were raised, I was very fearful of judgment, of, you know, messing up, right? Mm-hmm. And so of not looking like what other people think that I should look like, you know, um, or doing what they think that I, what they think I should do. Because of that fear, it's been something that, um, that really birthed out our catchphrase, shut the fear up, right? I so, love that campaign. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have these uh, these shirts. And so people will look back and kind of see 
what it is that it says, you know, um, because of the wording of it. And we know the popular phrase that it can, you know, that it goes with. Yep. But that that fear is something that we need to look at in a different way. Whenever I see fear, whenever I hear people say, I'm afraid now, instead of it shutting us down, we need to see it as lighting us up because we know that on the other side of fear is growth. And that's not a bad thing. Like, like you know, when, when, we see, when we hear people say, I'm so afraid of change, or we know people are afraid of change, like, we kind of need things to change, Melanie. Like, you know, we don't need, like, the lemon tree or the orange tree. It started off a seed, but if it stayed looking like that seed, we wouldn't have any oranges. That's right. <laughs> right? That's right. We would be stuck at a seed, but we have to because of change. Thank God for change. Like, because of change, that seed goes from, you know, what it is, and then the, the, the root starts coming out, and then it breaks out in the ground, and then it, it's this tree for however long before it starts blossoming into this new change of these flowers, and the flowers turn into, you know, something that we can eat and mm -hmm. be nourished from. Mm -hmm. So we have to start looking at change, not from what we could, what we could fear could happen negatively, but excited about what could happen for, po for the positive. Like, my life has radically changed. And sometimes I wake up and I'm like, whoa, because I didn't, ex you know, like I understood, like, of course I told you, I started with my own personal journey with my life changing that. So I changed my body. I changed my mindset. You know, I changed my career. <laughs> but then everything, but that's what people really start thinking about. Like it's hard. You get up and you get into your routine, but when you decide to change yourself, it all starts within Right. Yes. And then and then you begin to see things completely differently and your mind opens. You become confident. You become clear on, you know, I have a clarity coach, <laughs> Brad Milford. Yep. He's my clarity coach. But, yeah. but we talk about what you do. And, you know, Eric Reed, I can tell you, Holly Kelly, all these people that I get on and you and you help remind people about what it is to be clear in their life so that yes. you can stay strong. Right. And in your campaign of shut the fear up, that that phrase comes to my mind so many times during my travels with sales teams, with customers like don't be fearful. Take the confidence. What's that adrenaline that's really inside of you to say, why am I afraid of this? Ask the right questions to be strong in it. Right. Get through that. Um, and that's a huge teaching moment. So your campaign of your shirts and, and what you're doing teaching to shut that fear up is so important. It's like everyday leaders. You know, it's very common, but if you think about it, you can do it, right? You can change that mindset. Yes, and it's not even running from fear because we know that it's, it's part of life. Like there always be there. It's just the simple shift of, thinking about the win in the situation, right? Because even John Maxwell teaches us it's either we win or we learn. You can't lose, right? That's right. And if you focus on that, then you'll be okay. Because even with the sales team, you know, we tell them to shut the fear up because yes, you may get rejected. Yes, they may slam the door in your face. Yes, they may, you know, say no or whatever or think the worst of you, how, whatever. But if you decide to get up the next day and do it again to pursue that dream that you have or that goal that you have, 
then guess what? The opportunity today is to learn from yesterday. Right. You didn't lose. Right. You know, you don't, you, you know, it's, it's a growth, going back to growth again, it's a growth opportunity. And the change that will happen will make you better. Yep. You're going to be better because when you, you'll, you'll start spotting that type of a person from a mile away, you'll know how, what they're about to say. And then you can laugh right through it and say, you know what? Have a great day, sir. Thank you so much for your time. <laughs> and keep walking. Well, right? and that goes to awareness, right? So people are not aware of how they interact and how they accept, you know, things that, that the law of reflection, I mean, here we go, the yes. 15 laws, but, but it's looking deep within you to go, Hey, am I aware of how I am approaching somebody or, or how I am accepting, you know, what they say to me, what am I doing to kind of internalize that? Like, let that go. That's that fear. Get rid of that. Get rid of those, those perceptions in your own mind and be strong about it and know confidently who you are, what your path is, right? I mean, John teaches us that there's a lot of people that are dead. They just haven't made it official yet, right? (laughs) Because they go through life and they don't grow and they don't understand what the greatness is out there for them to reach whatever their strengths are and to use those and to focus on giving back, right, that next step of contribution. Um, and that's and that's why I love having you on this show because you had an event that happened to you recently. And, mm-hmm. and so, and a lot of people do, they have something traumatic that happened, but this was to your family. So tell, tell us about what happened recently. Oh, so re, um, most recently we were coming home from a track practice. My children, they run track. They're actually headed to the junior Olympics. Super excited about that. Um, and we were, um, stopped at a traffic light. We we're about the fourth car in line and a drunk driver came in at about 45 to 50 miles per hour and hit us we were and we were in my two door sports car at the time. It was a um, Dodge Challenger, so I have three children buckled up in the back seat of a two door car, and he comes slamming in at forty five to fifty miles per hour, and it it spun us after he like crunched up the back seat, like literally the my children's seat was bunched up like a tin can. And um, we we spun around, we hit the other car in front of us, and it ended up being like a five-car pileup that night. Monday night, 8 (laughs) o'clock. Never forget that. Um, It was was quite the life, um, I wouldn't say shattering, but life-shaking, you know, experience. It's almost like a tree, like... Um, I envision standing under it and having something shake it up so much that it drops some of the fruit and then you get to see what is really secure in your life. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's one of those um, incidents in your life that really make you think about what's really important, because in that moment, um, the things that were most important to me could have been completely like taken away. So it was, it was quite the experience, Melanie, quite the experience. Well, and as you posted on social media, you know, you were like, thank God, you know, this could have turned out a lot differently. And, mm-hmm. and people have those types of events in their life. And sometimes they walk away from it and go, you know, man, I was lucky. It wasn't my time. I wasn't on that mm-hmm. list. Right. But you took this 
And you started really campaigning for what you already believe in, which is don't be fearful from this. Don't let it take anything away from you. Right. And so, and I, and I really started tuning into what you were talking about with your legacy as far as, far as, you know, children with goals, like this isn't over. This could have really made you fearful of a lot of things like getting back in the car and, you know, just that, that holding on to that moment. Right. But you are such a growth mindset person. And so then you started talking about, Hey, I am thankful for the life that we have. And here's where we're going. We're going to continue to influence, contribute. We're excited. You know, you didn't sit in that, like, I'm afraid you did. You practice what you preach. Right. <laughs> you weren't fearful. You just said, let's go, let's go. Let's keep going. Let's do these Facebook lives. Let's keep talking about this yes. and through this. Yes. To help and you know, it, it's so important. I, and I have to tell you, like, even with that timeline, I went through a period. I was still posting, um, but I couldn't do a live for probably about a month. Mm-hmm. I couldn't do a live because there's a part of me as a leader, right? As a leader, you know what's expected of you. You get to a certain point, people are expecting you to be, hey, how are you? And And we can get to a place where we can kind of, you know, put on the show, so to speak, even though we're not truly feeling it inside. And, and I needed time to process what was going on. I understood that it wasn't meant to, it wasn't meant to shut me down. There was a, there was definitely a win. Thank God all my children are are alive, right? We're all alive from it. No one was, um, no one was killed in that, um, accident. So that, that's definitely a win, but there's also a learn, like what needs to shift in my life? Is there something you know, like, how do I make sure that I shift things in a in a way that the things that are most important to me always stay most important so that if it were my last moment with them, I would have known that I, I did. I wouldn't have had any regrets. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, so that was the process I was going through. So I didn't do any lives, really. I would do like post on it yep. and encouragement, like in my moments of, of, you know, gratitude in my moments of, you know, of, um, of just gratefulness, right. For life, you know, I would share it and, and that would be where I was, but I was intentional to step back as I needed to. And sometimes we think that as leaders, we have to rush back onto our regular platform. And I say to that, not necessarily, Mm -hmm. definitely make sure that you are checking yourself with your own word, like how I had to be checked, you know, can you really shut the fear out? Mm -hmm. Right. I had to do that. Exactly. it's important for us to process through. It's important for us to like your clarity coach does like help us see along the way, you know, what needs to be done so that as we move forward, we're not rushing. And then we're not on a a solid foundation Mm -hmm. because we see that too. Right. Mm -hmm. We see where leaders kind of rush to a platform because they know what's an inspect what's expected of them, but because they didn't really process through that event or through what happened to kind of really know what the relentless winning mindset truly is behind that they end up falling just a little bit you know a little bit a couple miles forward exactly and so with so, without the strategies right exactly. without being able to say for four years previous to this I've been learning and growing and and stretching myself to say hey I really need to be stronger it started with me started with my health started with my family right and you went through this process and then and then when this event happened yeah, you reflected and you stepped back, but yep. if you had not been at that place in your life of growth, it could have been a whole 
different path? It absolutely would have. It would have absolutely, because you know what? I've always been, because of, you know, growing up, I've always been super intentional about my family. That's why I chose to homeschool. That's why I chose to, you know, just do everything that I could to keep them as close as I could to be the one that influenced them the most, right? So if it was not for my growth mindset, if it was not for the leadership that I've gotten through the amazing training with John Maxwell, um, understanding the law of victory, you know, and all of the and all of the other principles that we learn, I would have like been extremely paranoid. And I always talk about being an overthinker. So you know that, right? You yeah. know that. <laughs> here. So if it was not for the mindset that I have now to to after I walked away from that car accident and say, OK, Marie, what is the win in this? I would have like been just I would have been probably still in my home it's only been like three months now since the accident so I would have been still in my home probably grabbing hold to my babies every single day and crying and saying oh my god I could have lost you guys and and not understanding what the next step is I would have still been stuck at on at April 23rd at 8 30 that's where I would have been because when I was pulling these children out the car like my door was jammed you know, people were screaming on the outside saying, get out the car. It's smoking. You know, get liquid fluids were leaking from the vehicles. So my children, you know, one of them, her mouth was bleeding. I couldn't tell if she had lost teeth or what was going on. It's dark. It's 830 at night. We're in the, we're in a six lane. Um, well, it was three lanes on my side and three lanes on the other side, on the other side of the median. Like it was so much going on. Right after that event, I could have still been locked in that moment Mm -hmm. if it wasn't for that growth mindset. And that's why I tell people, I don't care whether you feel that you are the leader of a Fortune uh, 500 company or whether you are uh, just a a mom at home, you know, not just a mom at home. That's a very important position, right? very important position. uh, um, Whatever it is that you are, wherever you are in your life. You have to be intentional. You have to invest in personal development. You have to invest in the in the training, in the whole world of, of personal development that is available to be the better you. Mm-hmm. Because people depend on you in your life. There is someone, there are people that depend on you. Yes, and your dream depends on you. Your dream depends on you. Your dream depends on you. That (laughs) idea, the vision that you hold, that you know, the 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 things that you want to do, that's inside of you, that keep you up at that 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 keep you up at night, that that make you cry yourself to sleep because you're not doing them. It's depending on you. So it's, you know, like it's, you know, sometimes people, you know, we have that and it's because of my loser mindset that I can even come back so quickly <laughs> with these things <laughs> because we'll get to the point. Oh, I'm not important. Someone else will do that. Well, Melanie's already doing a podcast. You know, I'm not going to do one or, you know, she's already taking care. No one cares what I have to say. You can't do that because mm-hmm. if in your heart, like they're, my clients have dreams and it's a recurring thing where they say, Marie, I have a dream of standing on a stage one day. And, you know, I see these, you know, these visions of me helping people. And I say, OK, well, do it first for that dream. Like all the other people that you, you you're called to serve. Yes, they, they have 
your name on their book. Like you're the one that's supposed to help them. And if you don't rise up to that, shame on you. But at the end of the day, we know that they'll find another way of escape, that right? Like something else so will happen. Right. Well, and I love what you just said, because it's not comparing yourself to others. Like when I started this journey, it was about, I want to, I turned 50, you know, the second week in January. And I said, I've got 50 weeks to do something that really I want to inspire my own life, grabbing people that inspire me to teach. I want to teach others about what's happening, what's changing, what's growing, what you can be become in your potential. And so that was kind of my dream of what do I want to do with this year, right? Intentionally. And so what's happened is I get a lot of people to say, yeah, I couldn't do that. Or I've done that in the past. And I've learned, you know, this, this, or this about podcasting. And I'm like, you know, I never really even thought about that. Right. I guess, you know, from where we are, from what we've learned through our growth is if you decide that you're on this path, you're not going to let anything get in your way to make it happen. You're just going right. to keep going and things may not work out best. I mean, you know, like we showed you before the show, sometimes you have different <laughs> rigs, sometimes you're recording from different places and it's okay because you're intentional about right. that path and you make it happen. You just and you're it. living your dream. You live you're your living dream. your dream. That is what is your responsibility. And it's and, it, and when we can zoom into that for a minute, when we can zoom into saying, you know what, this is just what's on my heart to do, and I'm just going to step out and do it, mm -hmm. whatever it takes, however, it, whatever it looks like. When we focus on that, what happens is people get to get people get blessed by seeing you give yourself permission to live your dream. It's not that, oh, I set out to inspire people and because of what I gave them, they're inspired. Mm -hmm. It's it's your authenticity. Mm -hmm. It's your it's your truth. It's your conviction. It's your passion that right. inspires people. Right. And so right? anything that you do, it's you know, that message is exactly if you're authentic about what your dream is and it's your dream and you own it, you will yes. do anything that you can to make that come to, to the reality and you'll pull the people in, the people will come into you and to your life that are going to influence that dream and help you. And it'll continue to change. You know, I, I, I don't know what my path looks like in four years, but I kind of have a vision of where it wants to go, you know, and it keeps coming together because I meet people like you and, and other people in my life that go, Hey, what's next? You know, what are you thinking about? And I'm like, I don't know. And, and then one day you wake up and say, Oh, I think I want to go this direction. Who do I need to connect to? Um, right. But it starts to open your mind. That's the big yeah. message here is once you start on that path, once you get focused, once you get commitment, once you begin to improve your own life and your own self, then you are going to go forward with this and you're going to say, this is fantastic because the strength that it gives you, the confidence that it gives you to just move through that path and that journey is, is amazing. And you can't believe the experiences that you have, right? I, a lot of people that I coach, and this is funny, and, and you've said this several times, but, you know, it's the contractor that doesn't have anything fixed in his house. Right. It's the it's the people that own a laundromat that don't ever have clean clothes to wear. Right. <laughs> you know? right, right. It's those things. So as coaches, like we coach people down the road to improve their lives, 
we have to be those examples, right? And that, and that gives the strength to be able to tell stories like this of what's happened in our life that can move us through, um, and that experience to keep focused on it. So you got to have these campaigns, right. To shut the fear up to, and, and I want yes. you to talk quickly about, um, the children's with goals, because you've been doing this with your kids and it's been wonderful and to watch them. So what's your vision for your legacy on, on your children and really getting them that they get on and, and y'all, you need to follow this because it's so great, but the kids in the car and it's like, it's so authentic. I love it. Um, and, and they realize they see you as an influence and your husband and you guys are wonderful. And the kids say, this is what a leader is. This is what I want to do. This is where I want to go. Uh, so how did they come to that? Did you, did you create that? Did you help them create it? Did they create it? Tell me about that. So my, um, my husband had, it was one day we were actually going dreaming again, right? So we're dreaming. We went to this resort and we were, we, we stayed a night there because we're like, okay, if we did a retreat, you know, we'd want to do it in some place like this. And we really just kind of get a feel for the dream because like we just talked about, you want to get in that place where you're just dreaming, just dream and live and give yourself permission and others will be inspired. Right. Mm -hmm. So while we were there, my husband, it was in the middle of the night, he got up and he was like, children with goals. And I'm like, okay. And he, and he basically, you know, birthed out the mentorship program, basically what we help adults do all the time what like what if we were intentional to help children do it using sports because of course a lot of kids are into sports or using academics or their the little the little dreams and ideas that they have that that start the crippling process a lot of times you know that we that stop us from dreaming when we get older right like mm -hmm. oh you're not your goals aren't realistic or you know we start hearing those things when we dream and then it stops us from dreaming. And then we just become adults that now need help learning how to dream again. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's 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 a platform where we're really through our own children showing that you can have a dream. Right. And you can learn the principles of leadership, the principles of, of growth, the laws of growth and apply them to whatever it is you're working on, whether you like to draw or whether my children are big into um, track and what we've taught them has taken them to the biggest stage in their sport. Like I was telling them the other day, I was, we were having a, a coaching session and, um, and I was saying like, do you realize that there's no other platform to go on, you know, after the junior Olympics, like that's it. You've made it to the top of this because of your growth mindset, because you understand when you fall, you get back up, you know, because of, you know, understanding that you're always supposed to have vision board. So we had a vision board leading to the end of track season, but leading up to them going to Iowa next week, we're already working on vision board. So there, you know, every morning you hear them cutting up magazines next <laughs> <laughs> They're putting that vision because they understand that it's not, oh, I'm done and it's over. Now, what's your next dream? Off season, what do you want to do now? What does being intentional about your health and your dreams, the things that get you excited, what does that look like now? Mm -hmm. You know, because it's all, it's going from, from one growth level to the next growth level. So it's, and, and tying it in with the, 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 um, the accident, which really allowed it to blossom 
is because it gave them a traumatic situation, right? Mm -hmm. That scared them. And even, and honestly, till this day, they still talk about, you know, they're still looking behind them in the car and they're saying, mom, you know, we got to be safe. Or, you know, they'll talk about how they want the, they, I mean, if they could drive a tank around Jacksonville, <laughs> I, think, I think that's what it would be. They're still working through that process. However, they've, they've learned that, you know, even with, you know, children, we should have goals and we should be pushing towards them and letting life situations show us that we have to shut the fear up. We have to have that relentless winning mindset and keep building. And even at that young age, my youngest is five years old. Of course, they've been being fed with this stuff, you know, for the past four years. But it shows that even with children, they can be exceptional they can be you know um so uh, they could be excelling if we're intentional to start just pouring these everyday leadership principles into their into their little minds mm -hmm. well you know and that's kind of what you when we coach right we talk about what did you want to do when you were a kid what are yes. the things that were you were afraid of what are the things and i hate to take this down a psychology path but you know it is about reflecting and saying, what was it that inspired you when you didn't have any of the other responsibilities in your life? And, right. and so when you say this campaign is let's start with the kids, let's focus on children that have goals. Let's help them understand how to create goals. Let's yes. say children with goals can accomplish so much in life when they become stronger and believe in themselves. So imagine what the world can be and what it can create if, yes. if you focus on today, right? The children that have yep. the dreams and let's help them achieve those. Absolutely. It's a beautiful thing to see, you know, and, and I had the experience of coaching adults. And when you ask children, it blows my mind every time you, I'll ask, you know, the, the same coaching questions that we know to ask, right? Like in that, in helping someone through that self-discovery process. Mm -hmm. A lot of times we're limited in our thinking and we're like, oh, they're just kids. They don't know anything yet or they're too young. That's a fixed mindset. So we're not going to talk about that itself, right? <laughs> However, it's been amazing to see their answers. Mm -hmm. It's amazing to hear what these children have inside of them when we give them permission to 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 just express instead of thinking that we just need to stuff 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 things inside of them all the time and when we step back and we say well where are you or what why is it that you think like that or what is it that would um that would make that fun for you or what does this look like in your life it's amazing it, it blows my mind what happens every single time because these children are processing just like we are. Mm -hmm. And at their age, they're starting to create these fixed mindsets. Like my kids, even since the accident, because it's such a traumatic event, they'll start creating fixed mindsets and say, oh, I'll never drive a small car again. That's a fixed mindset that's mm -hmm. starting to be planted because of that traumatic event. Mm -hmm. So what I have to do, I'm like, you know what, if you like um, 
two-door cars or if you like sports cars, because mommy loves them. (laughs) (laughs) If you like them, don't let that experience in your life stop you from living your dream. Because it's this, you see what I'm saying? Like, it's a fear that's starting to plant there. Mm -hmm. And, And even though I may not, you know, with my children right now, since, you know, it's still too fresh, I will, I won't go and get a two-door car right now, but I won't shift my whole desire or my love for, for sports cars and allow that to keep me from living my dream because of that event Mm -hmm. in my life. Mm -hmm. So that's what we have to teach them, you know? Well, and you have to be that leader and, and keep giving and building that confidence, right? Because if, if, um, I think that's so important because as, as one event happens and it will get you stuck, right? And like you said, you had to work through, but taking that time to reflect and understanding that you don't have to remain stuck it's okay yes. if something happens, it scares us. We stop for a few seconds and, and, and you have to pivot. Um, yeah. One of my guests talked about this, um, um, The Road Back to You. It's a book about, you know, the snap and, and it talks about pivoting and, and thinking and noticing. And, and so all these principles that, that you all are teaching me, it's so, if we can build these strategies into our life, and know that we can have the confidence that it doesn't have to overtake our next step, right? It, we can stay true to the mindset in our journey. Uh, yes. And it's so important. So, man, wow. <laughs> this has been incredible, Marie. I love, I love you, girl. Um, I love you. This is the best conversation I've had in a long time. <laughs> well, I hate to go. I know we're kind of blocked on this time limit, but um, you're amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for coming and sharing your story. And do you have any kind of last takeaways of, of how we can connect to you, what your goals are in the future, what, how we can follow you. um, So our audience can stay connected to you. Absolutely. So you can follow, follow me on Facebook. That's kind of like the biggest platform we have right now. Um, We've got a page, shut the fear up. A Facebook page that you can definitely connect with me on there. Um, our website is relentlesswinningmindset.com. That's where you can set up a Calendly. I love Calendly. I live by my calendar. So <laughs> set, up, set up a time with me there to connect. I would love to have some fun on this podcast. Anyone who shares this podcast and um, lets Melanie know um, that you've shared it out, we can do like a, a giveaway. I'd love to like give them a shut the fear up shirt, Melanie. What oh, you think about that? that's awesome. I love that. <laughs> we'll do like a drawing, right? I love winning. So we got to figure out some way to win on here. So everyone who shares out this podcast with a little line of what it is that stuck out most to you, we'll put it all in a drawing and then we'll do like a live, um, a live giveaway together, Melanie. Oh, I that's think. awesome. I love it. I love yes. it. Yes. Girl, so, uh, mm-hmm. super excited about that. They can definitely connect with me those ways. Okay. Sure. Well, I just from the bottom of my heart, thank you. I'm so glad we're connected. You have influenced me in ways you have no idea. Uh, I really, really, really appreciate it. And listen, March 2nd is the Leadership Summit in 2019 at the Indianapolis Museum of Art. So if you, if you can put that on your calendar and you can be a part of it, I would love to have you come and join uh, and teach people that are going to show up at the summit here. And um, it's going to be an amazing event. So this too. I'm excited. I already have it on my calendar. I've been watching and 
following and um, I'm super excited about it, my friend. Awesome. Well, have a great weekend and thank you again for being a guest on Everyday Leaders. Thank you so much. Everyday Leaders 50 and 50 Leadership Summit is coming to Indianapolis Saturday, March 2nd, 2019. Join me along with the 50 and 50 guests from Everyday Leaders 50 and 50 podcast. This exclusive event will take place at the beautiful Newfields Indianapolis Museum of Art on Saturday, March 2nd, 2019. You won't want to miss this one-of-a-kind leadership workshop where you will personally engage with these 50 leaders and learn how to apply their strategies to live your life with success. Don't miss this opportunity. You can be a part of this exclusive inaugural leadership summit here in Indianapolis, March 2nd, 2019. Remember, there's limited space available, so reserve your spot now. If you know of anyone that would be interested in sponsoring this exclusive event, please have them contact me directly at make at makeconnectionsforlife.com. Thank you for following the podcast of Everyday Leaders 50 and 50.